All right, good afternoon. We will be filming our next episode of the Hopecast right now. And today's we will topic, be, we are. We are filming right now. <laughs> and today's topic is about post-high school opportunities. And I'm wearing a graduation cap right now to get everybody in the spirit of post-high school life. And today we have most of our regular crew, myself, Clayton Beard, Malia Matters, Yair Artiega, and Noah George. And from the Hope, Hope Squad, our guest is Garrett Bourne. Hello. He's joining us today. And we have our first non-Hope Squad uh, guest, Trayton Bischoff. And he's Hello. a local, local senior here at Minico. Local legend. Local legend. Local legend. <laughs> <laughs> or no, uh, better known as Shug by some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to start off asking everybody, what are your plans for after high school? Mm. Well, can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. So... My goal after high school is I want to go and take, like, a little break after school. Like, just, like, a, just a like chill. A gap year? Yeah, a gap year. And then I'm planning on either going to... I'm going to go to CSI first to get my generals. And then I plan on going to U of I or BYU in order to uh, go to the law program. Because I'm planning on going really? to be a lawyer. BYU Provo? Yeah. So that, that's an interesting choice because you're not LDS, right? Mm-mm. So, that, yeah, that's, a, that's interesting for you. Yeah, that's cool. But I don't do know. They have a good uh, law program. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I don't know. Uh, BYU and U of, I, U of I has the best in the state, but I also saw BYU is really contacting me about it, and they were like, oh. they were asking me if I wanted to go to them. So I was like, I mean, sure. As long as you have a law program, I'm I'm down for right. it. Yeah. I just want to go and find like a good school to go to, just so I could get that law law degree. Yeah, for sure. What you get here? Um, I want to go to college. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I want to go to hopefully Utah State okay. or Boise State Ooh. and hopefully just study. I don't know. Do you have any idea what nice. you want to study? Yeah. Probably like criminal justice or political science. He already told you college. College. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully just get into college. Yeah. Yeah, that's his only goal. <laughs> just get into college. I'll serve a mission right after and then. I hope to continue working with mental health with the Hope Squad. I'm doing some stuff on the National Council right now to practice and prepare my way so that I can continue doing that. And then I don't know where the money's going to come from, but hopefully, hopefully oh, somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I, my my hope, my dream is that I can support my family doing the things that I want to do anyway, which is helping people. Mm-hmm. That's so. that's kind of my goal too. I want to just be like I want to live like a not really extremely lavish life, right. but enough to go into where. I just I, I just have like extra money in my account ca- in like my uh, bank yeah. account and stuff mm-hmm. like that just so I can go and do those really fun things. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. It's a good do. goal. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I plan to go to college too. <laughs> I'm not sure what college yet or what I'll study. I'm either gonna go to BYU Hawaii or Utah State. And uh, tough competition there. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea what I'll study once I get there, but I don't know. Think of something. Yeah. Nice. And you don't have your associates, right? So you'll be no. I do. I'll graduate with my associates, so I'll have to. I'll have to pick something right off. Pick there. something, yeah. <laughs> so for me personally, I plan to go on a mission this summer, similar to Noah, and then I've I've been accepted to Utah State, so that's going to be where I'll go when I get back. I'll start in the fall twenty twenty four semester. So I'm excited for that. Sweet. Yeah. Malia yeah. has a little more time. Yeah, she's uh, a little younger than us. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still have some time to think about what I want to do. But I want to go to college, that's for sure. Um, I don't know what to do yet, though. Like, I heard, like, from people, like, as soon as you get to college, then you'll know what you want to do. 
like because like there's other people taking stuff mm-hmm. but yeah. i don't know i'm still like exploring my you're a junior now? I'm a sophomore. Soph- yeah. yeah. So you still got a good little yeah. bit. I mean, yeah. I didn't really come to my conclusion until I was about, like, see, the junior year. I still haven't <laughs> made a conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I really I decided until November. I think really? That was when I kind of picked a plan. Wow. Yeah, you have to kind of, like, push yourself into getting to it. So you're going to, like, put, put your... Like, trying to set yourself into something mm-hmm. you think is really fun. Like, yeah. you something you find... That you think you'd really happy to do for that will also mm-hmm. let you not be poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> careful balance there, isn't it? Be a librarian. <laughs> How do you guys manage the stress of picking a future? That's a good question. Ignore it. I don't know. I try to try to do what I can to relieve stress, but it, it's always kind of weighing on me, especially right. that I don't have a a decision that I've made. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not exactly sure what I'm gonna do. It's kind of it makes it a bit more stressful trying to figure it out and trying to get through high school while trying to yeah. figure out what exactly I want to do. Talk the people that do have a plan right now, it's going to change a million times. Right? Oh, yeah. And that's what I <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talking with friends and family, too, also helps because right. mainly friends for me just because, I, I don't know, I can open up better to friends more than family. And talking to friends and that type of stuff, I, I it's like, I don't know, just hearing what they want to do and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And like getting their input on stuff and hearing what their take is on everything, it it helps me a bit because I kind of it kind of solidifies and puts my like thoughts in stone and like what I want to do, right. kind of like solidifies it. To just talk it out. Yeah, it's just to talk it out okay. and go and so I, I'm the type of person that doesn't like to make my own decisions. I like to go and base it off of, I like to go and tell other people hear what their take is on it, and then I like to go and make my own opinion on it mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It's just something I like to better do than just do it basically just based on my own will and my own wit so I think there's a lot of ways that people can use reasoning like when I start, first started my plan of where I wanted to go I was using a logical plan looking at numbers like tuition how far away the school is right. lots of mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. that makes sense on paper but I figured out I'm not that logical of a person I guess I think I'm more of a spiritual person because I'm very religious mm-hmm. so for me to not ever pray about it and just think about it with my head I never was getting anywhere I had like 10 schools I wanted to go to and so many different plans but I just couldn't pick one because they all, they all logically made a little bit of sense right mm-hmm. so then I kind of altered courses and started thinking about it spiritually started praying a lot about it and logically I didn't really care about that anymore because I knew if I've got an impression that I need to go somewhere logistics will work out no matter what mm-hmm. it looks like right now yeah. and that really helped me I think that's one thing that's helped me is knowing that you know if I can change my say I go and I, I make a decision about college and what I study I can change my mind mm-hmm. and while that will you know negatively affect me in you know some ways financially especially mm-hmm. it's not something that you can't get over it's not yeah. something you can't be able to work through and get past because yeah, uh, Miss Appel our English teacher she tells us that she changed her major five times mm-hmm. yeah which you know that's like that's kind of it's a lot quite of, a bit but yeah that's yeah. a lot of yeah. different majors like you got you're studying a lot of stuff and sure if she would have known right away what she wanted to do she could have out out pretty quick yeah but she spent a little bit of time and well there's you really can't go and like instantly know like what yeah. you want to do it's it, like there there's different ways you could do it you could do it just based on what like family or friends or like uh, what you want to do for your future and in her case it was just through trial and error on what to do. Mm-hmm. And obviously it worked for her. I wouldn't recommend that for everyone because obviously you're like going through, you're going like, 
you're investing so much money into something yeah. that it could not work out. So try don't like get too invested into it, but also be invested into it's it. It's kind of like you said sense. yeah earlier, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You learn from other people's experience so you don't have to make the same mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's kind of a miracle that people can take 10 years of life experience, put it in a book that you can read in a couple hours. Yeah. And there it is, a bunch yeah. of mistakes saved. And that yeah, it saves you a lot of that stuff. Money and time. Yeah. 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 I went and started... Yeah, I saw something like an entrepreneur type thing. Like, uh, somebody goes and like works with like other people and other businesses. It saves them a lot of errors and a lot of trouble, and it can really help prosper their business. Mm-hmm. I mean, while uh, somebody just works on their own, doesn't really rely on anyone else. They have to go through all those errors on their own, mm-hmm. and it's a lot more costly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, if you look at completion rates for degrees once you started, they're not very high as you'd think it's like what near 50 percent so if you think about it you know if you go you get into a major and you then you figure out that college isn't for you well that happened for 50 percent of the other people too yeah maybe college isn't for me you know because a lot of people apparently decide that yeah yeah even what? high school with diploma, like, it gets you far in life, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you can go work out at, like, a factory or something, and you'd be fine. And those, you know those I mean? can get you a good, really good job, a really yeah. good paycheck. It's just a matter of fact if you want to go and, and do it, that yeah, every day of your life. life. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, as far as managing the stress, I'm, I'm pretty clear on the why of what I want to do. I already know, um, to some degree, my purpose. The things that really ignite me and light light me up, and I, I'm, when I'm doing them, I feel that I was made for them, and that's really the feeling I want to create in my work. But I have zero idea of the how. I don't know what classes to take. I don't know like what people to talk. To. I don't know what to do. But I know why, and that why kind of powers me through. And that kind of allows me to do it day by day. The future that I'm cr- trying to create, where I can support my family, and you know, do my dream job at the same time, that's a long ways off anyway. So. Um, Sometimes it helps to take a step back and realize that I'm already doing the things that I want to do on a small scale. I already get to work with you guys in the Hope Squad sharing yeah. important messages yeah. about mental health and stuff on the, on the Hopecast and with other things that we do. And so it lets me appreciate it and take it day by day a little bit yeah. when I think about it in just, the big picture. It's just an easier way to handle it and think yeah. about it and yeah. you know, what's going to happen in 10 years and right. think about what's, yeah. what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I still do get those moments like right. it's like, oh crap, man. oh man. <laughs> but, yeah. So, you're what you want to do is work with mental health, right? Yes. Yeah. And the dream, like job for that would be a. I want to be a motivational speaker, motivational, really, yeah, speaker. Mm-hmm. because that's where my passion and I think I hope some of my talents align. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice that you understand that your purpose and your job aren't the same thing. Yeah. Because right? you know maybe the motivational speaker doesn't work out but you're doing as like after your job I'll be doing it anyway whether I get paid or not no matter what you do you can always be working with mental health in some degree finish my shift at McDonald's go give a speech man (laughs) you never know what life would look like you know 10-20 years you could be a full time like banker or something you know you never Mm -hmm. thought about but then you got your shift and all of a sudden you put on your your other hat, you know? Right, exactly. Your, your yeah. Motivational speaker, you can do more than one thing. Right, right. You still fulfill your purpose. Yes, yes. And it also helps me to realize that failure uh, and the fear of failure, the only way that I can fail in my purpose, just like you said, is if, you're not is if I give up. Yeah. Yeah. If I give up, that's the only way to fail. You, always, you should I, always have hope. Always right, try to right. see through it. If I have the flexibility of I'm doing this no matter what. Yeah. Clayton. Man, you made me feel good. Yeah. I'm like, I feel good. It's gonna be good. Yeah. You, 
it's like an onion. You've gone all the way down to the core. Yeah. You take all the layers down. It's like motivational speaker. You take it all the way down and said, I want to help people. Right. Yeah. With mental health, more specifically. Yeah. And like, maybe you don't get as far down as you want. Maybe you're a motivational speaker and you're like, hope. Like you're maybe you're the biggest guy in the planet, you know. Maybe you're. Yeah. If anybody thinks of mental health, they think Noah George. Could yeah. be. Could be, yeah. you know, or it could be you help one person. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And guess what? Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. You're still yes. doing. Yeah. You exceeded your goal of yeah. helping people. Oh, that's good, man. Onions are good. I think. Onions are good. <laughs> I could like. Uh, I think something that would be really nice to be on is I I want to do a TED talk one day. That's kind of like a Gary. like a weird thing yeah. to do, but. I want to end up on one because they there's a lot of like really amazing people on there. I don't know a good object adjective for it, but really amazing people on there who've done extraordinarily things. I've seen some guy that was there in prison. He, he was he wow. was in prison and he was <laughs> he was giving the TED talk because he didn't let his past and the situation he is in now affect his character. I think I saw that one. Yeah. What about the thing? Yeah, he was still yeah. he still made like a really lot of really good decisions, and wow. that was that was really awesome. I really like that one. And there's a lot of other different ones, and being on one of those just to be able to help other people, and like get that message across to other individuals about like, don't let your situation control who you are. Yeah. Then that'd be amazing. That's that's a really good life goal that I want to go and trench you for. Catch Garrett in ten years giving yeah. a speech for free. <laughs> <and then laughs> that's good. <laughs> so yeah. like, I think we've somewhat changed our topic now. Yeah, we, we jumped Not, off yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I think we can officially change the title of the episode from "Post High School Opportunities" to "What's Your Purpose?" Yeah. Yeah. Because they, I think that they're is, pretty. They're still like decently together, but yeah. Because you know, there's some people. That their day job does not align with their goal at all. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you can think of people that they're great at one thing and they help so many people one thing, but their day job mm. is just an average job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their job is not at all correlated with their purpose, but yeah. they still succeed in their purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we sometimes put a false correlation between the two. Yeah. As long as you pay the bills, then you have time to do what your purpose is. Yeah, do what you want to do. something we right. should recognize. I think the, the big thing to avoid is... I guess avoiding your purpose and kind of being yeah. complacent and not pursuing what it is exactly you want to do. Right. Because mm-hmm. you see a lot of people like that as well who have these, you know, crappy jobs or jobs that pay the bills and whatnot, and then they don't do anything else. It's just they, they just live, you know, they wake up at this time and go to bed at this mm-hmm. time, go to work at this time, and that's kind of that's all that they do. Yeah. Yeah. Let the situation think, define them. Like yeah. Yeah. And I think being complacent in a situation like that uh, is a lot worse than having than working at McDonald's and then going yeah. and yeah. talk to one or two people right. and it changes their lives. Yeah. Um, last year we had a choreography come I'm at choreographer come and he was all like telling us like these all speeches, he's all like trying to motivate us. He's like if he's like I love what I do and I don't get paid that much, but as long as you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Like you'll never work because you love doing it. Yeah, yeah. that's the goal is to just be happy with what you're doing. Yeah, right. yeah. Become just yeah. Don't yeah. So you shouldn't right. You shouldn't set after a job that's just strictly for money. Mm-hmm. You go straight strictly for money, then you're more than likely gonna end up in a job that you're just gonna absolutely hate, office job or something like that. Drug dealer. 
Yeah, or something. They make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was a good point. <laughs> well, in English class, I meant that these two were also mm-hmm. in. Today we talked about how our school system is not very good at cultivating creativity. Yeah. yeah. And it's more essentially a system to create workers, because mm-hmm. that's how it started with Henry yeah. Ford's industrial Like, they were just meant to like do one simple Assembly task. Line. Mm-hmm. Every day, yeah, yeah, until you can retire. Yeah, but I think this generation is not a generation. Just kind of getting fed up with that. <laughs> yeah, <industrial work. laughs> yes. and I'm not sure it's just because social media or something. But I can see so many young people doing so much already. Yeah, you think Greta Thunberg? Yeah, how old is she? Fifteen. She's the climate lady, right? Yeah, yeah. she's the girl, <laughs> and she's like. She's, she's bringing awareness to yeah, she's the climate change spoken issue. in front of the UN, I believe. Yeah, yeah. About, like retaining climate change, and she's fifteen. Yeah, Dang. school did not turn her into a worker. Yeah, no. <laughs> she's hopefully. I hope that in a couple of years, when she's in like an adult, she can go and change the world. Yeah, she don't gotta wait. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's been working on it. Right yeah, now. in yeah. some way, yeah. she has changed the world. Right, I think that's really awesome because our generation is kind of preparing for that thing. Yeah, and. To add to the like the school kind of like putting you into that worker job, like the bells and stuff like th- that they go and do every hour and type type of stuff, it sets off like it's like the uh, Pavlov's dog. Yeah, Pavlov's dog. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it gets our brain working like oh, okay, we need to go to the next class, next class, next class type of thing. It gets us all going through it. It's it's just meant to really train us to go and be set for that worker job. But in all reality, we should be getting trained and being set for things we want to do in our life. Things we want to do to, like, either change the world or do something we really, like, want to set out in life and do and be happy with it. Yeah, because yeah. uh, another thing that Mr. Pell told us today is that kindergartners score the oh, same yeah. on the creativity test as NASA's top engineers. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how familiar you are with the work of NASA, essentially every dollar you put into NASA, you get infinite amount of knowledge back uh-huh. mm-hmm. because NASA is one of the most efficient like go, like projects in the world they've yeah. gone to the the moon they've put people on the moon they've done they've gone to Mars the rovers mm-hmm. they've gone to like a lot of planets with dro- like they do so much and they are the ones that kind of broke the molds and they could get that creativity yeah. test up to the people who put people on the moon and the people who put rovers on Mars those are the people with the higher creativity yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch them call again. All right. <laughs> so part two, the phone that we're recording on got a phone call, so it's on the recording, so this is the part two of the episode. We were talking about NASA engineers. Your future is calling. And- <laughs> Your future is calling. It kind of broke our rhythm, but I think yeah, we're it's all, it's all right. We'll get back in there. So what I was saying is that NASA engineers, you know, they do so much mm-hmm. with all their funds, and they do so many creative things. Yeah. But just that creativity and that kind of breaking the mold of being a worker and going and like inventing crazy new ideas and concepts and trying them and maybe they don't work, you know? Right. So what? They don't work. Yeah. And then you just keep trying and all of a sudden they're putting guys on the moon. Yep. Yeah. I think that's really, really nice. Yeah. I wouldn't, I remember as watching this one YouTuber said he did work on one of the Mars rovers and he said that pretty much all they would do is they would go and make like they they didn't really have like their own certain like 
thing that they had to do. Like, it wasn't, like, a set job they had to do. It's just they all had to go and do something to it. Like, just do anything they wanted to it to go and, like, advance it and make it better and all that type of stuff. And that's literally all they had to do. And it's that's really cool to go and know that it's not, like, some office line worker type thing. It's just, right. just more of a do whatever you want to it. Do it. Do what you believe will change the world. Well, have you seen, um, is it Apollo 12 or Apollo 13, the movie? Yeah. I, I, I've 13. heard of it. Well the, well, the whole thing is, you know, talking about NASA, um, like, you know, this ship blows up or whatever. They're trying to get these astronauts home without them dying in space. Yeah. They've lost That's most Apollo of their oxygen. Yeah. Is that with yeah. Tom Hanks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so there's one scene in the movie where they're, the carbon monoxide levels are getting too high in the, the ship that they're in or the space that they're in. And so they have to figure out how to put these filters in. But the filters from this part of the ship are different than the filters in the part of the ship that they, they need to, like, harvest the filters from. So they, in the scene, they go over to the engineers and they kind of lay out the supplies that are on the ship. And they say, we need to figure out how to get them a filter that works. And they just kind of like, you guys have two hours to figure <laughs> it out. Otherwise, these guys will oh. die. Oh, yeah, and, so, <laughs> and so just through their creativity and the process of figuring out what works, they, they come and they make this thing. And they, you know, relay it back to the team and explain to them how to make it. And in that moment, in that situation, creativity saved the lives of those three astronauts. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty amazing to hear, though. Yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no textbook answer. That is no, no yeah. Answer. You have to make your own textbook in answer. In a traditional sense of uh, work environment, there is the base level employee, and then they report to somebody a little higher than them, and that guy reports all the way to him. All of a sudden, it gets all the way up to the top guy. Yeah. Which is a big chain. Yeah. But when I think of NASA, I don't think of chains. Yeah. I think of a group of individuals who are so smart and so creative they can come together without any sort of conflict chain, you know? Yeah. Right. They can just talk to each other as a team, not necessarily go for that chain of employment. Yeah. Right. I think that's something that might be changing culture a little bit. Because I know a lot of t- top tech companies, you know, they're like, we don't report to somebody to hire. Like, this is like a group, this is a group effort. We're doing yeah. this as a group. We're not making reports and sending it up all the way up. We're kind of heroes together. Yeah. I think that's something that might change the world. Yeah. It already has. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, someone flew flew their car up into space. I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty impossible of a yeah. feat itself. Like, that's... It's funny <laughs> to see just how the bill is continually pushed. Yeah. And uh, it's just going to keep... You know, those boundaries are just going to keep getting broken. And yeah. progress is going to continue being made. Yeah. Do you know what else is funny to see? Clayton's still wearing the graduation. I just forgot no, you were wearing that. Oh, that's funny, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. What you think? Yeah. Well, have you gained quiet. any more clarity on? Um, not necessarily. You're going to college. You're going to study college. Yeah. We already know that, but like, what's, what's your, your? What do you, you think? You're what do you think in a little yeah. bigger picture than what you're studying in college? That's kind of trivial, right? That is yeah. What do you like matter. to do? So. I was I took a lot of classes before I picked what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm taking the CNA class, but I don't want to be a nurse or anything like yeah. that. <laughs> I was like after the after the second class and I started learning more of this stuff. I was like nah dog. I was like, nah. <laughs> but I was like might as well just get the CNA just so I could have it. I'm probably never gonna use it, but it's just gonna be there. It's just nice to have. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or I th- I want I thought I wanted to be a vet, and then I started like we t- I took the class and they had me take like temps on dogs. 
Really? It's like not for me. <laughs> oh like, wait, no. I forgot how they do yeah. that. <laughs> I was like, no. The dog, I was like, oh, that's cool. I was the like, dog no, was waiting, no. and I felt so oh, bad. God. I was like, can't do this, can't do this. Yeah. And then, and then well, I was good like, to know what you don't want. Yeah. yeah. And then I started like watching movies on like just like law and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like like the movie The Lincoln Lawyer with uh, what's his name. McConaughey. He was in McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah, McConaughey. He's in that movie. It's a good movie. I really like that movie. Mm-hmm. And then I started taking the government class. And it's just interesting just listening mm-hmm. to politics and stuff like that. So I was like, maybe I could do something in this. Yeah. So that's yeah. how I decided I could go into like political science or criminal justice or something. Yeah. 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 In my deci- in my reason for uh, we go being a lawyer and want to becoming like the prosecuting attorneys, my whole family has been in law. Like, my whole family is all cops, essentially. Oh, wow. And so I know already a good background on law, and I know a lot of it just from what they've told me, what I've asked, and all that stuff. So I've got a good... I got it. I know a lot. And I, I'd like to continue that, but not in the same line of work, because I, I, I don't know. I just want to shoot for something higher, though. It's a little bit higher paying and a little bit... Uh, not more like civilian interaction type of thing. It's kind of the right. other end of the yeah, the other end of the spectrum. That's my dad. He's a prosecuting attorney. Oh yeah. Who's your dad? Uh, Brock Bischoff. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. He's cool. Like someone brought me when the bell rings because I kind of lost my track of time. Forty three, forty six. Okay, so we got plenty of time. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. nice to hear that we have some people that kind of know what they want to do. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can switch it up too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know, yeah, it's not something you have to go and stick with. It's just you, you make the decision on your own. Right, and you know, maybe you'll study law or study criminal yeah. justice and realize it's not for you. And yeah, and be like, I'm not. I'm going <laughs> to like engineering or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did too. I went and like, uh, I did welding. I've done, I did medical stuff for a little bit. Didn't like that one too much. Uh, I did cooking. I really like cooking. That's another one I, I like to go and do. Um, and I do a bunch of other classes just so I have those knowledge backgrounds on them. Right. Just mm-hmm. so if I do go to college and I want to like try to find out what I want to do, I already know what those are. So I have that background. So I'm not, I could be prepared for it as much as I can have those other back, uh, fallbacks just in case. Right. Yeah. That's just one way to do it is just kind of get a little bit of everything. Yeah. Exactly what you yeah. Set your focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would you um, give viewers advice if they were, like, stuck in a situation where their parents are forcing them to do something that they don't want to do? Parents aren't going to be around forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said it, because I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, ultimately, like, it's, you know, your parents can give input, but ultimately yes. it's, it's yeah. your life. It's yeah. your decision. Yeah. And, and while it might, it could potentially affect them, it's going to affect you in a much greater scale than it would affect them. And so it's really up to you. It's not as yeah. up to them. Yeah. You shouldn't, yeah, you, if you're getting forced to do something, don't do it. And I guess so don't be too worried about, you know, financial-wise, because I know a lot of people might be pressured into doing a specific career because their parents are going to put them through college. Yeah. And if they don't do this, then right. funding yeah. gets pulled. Yeah. You know, there's always student loans, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And I, <laughs> I can mean, understand how that would, you know, stress you out and make you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, persuade you to pursue a specific thing. Yeah. But. Then again, money's not going to be here forever either. That's, That's true. Yeah. I really think there's a bigger picture than just money. It, yeah, yeah. It's the issue I, about this world right now. It's it revolves around money, exactly. and it's money really it's really sucks. It sucks how that's what our world has yeah. become. Right. Well, it, it sucks, and then at the same time, there's not a whole lot we can do. We kind of have to fall into it a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but. 
well, as a world, <laughs> what can you do? Yeah. Yeah. As a world, it's very monetary. It's you know all about wealth and how high up on the economic ladder you are. Mm-hmm. But as an individual, nobody can tell you what to think as an individual. Right. Yeah. Like, let's say I enjoy playing basketball, but maybe it costs money to play basketball. Hey, I, you know, sometimes I drop $5 to go to the gym and play basketball. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's not a good financial decision, but... Like it, it makes me happy. It's your passion. Yeah, yeah it's, someone could tell me it hey, falls into your yeah, entertainment list. Right yeah. it's yeah. not yeah. worth the five bucks. Yeah, yeah. that's one thing I've learned in life. No one can tell you to do anything. Yeah, exactly. there's no one that can tell you to really do anything. Yeah. it's right. all up to you to make your own choices. Right. Yeah, exactly. We're You're making right. some parents mad right now. I can tell. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think maybe maybe we could give a little advice since we understand the the youth side of it. Yeah. Uh, to the parents and how they can be respectful of their children mm-hmm. while still yeah. Yeah. supporting and encouraging right. the direct yeah. path. You know what I'm saying? What, it's, what, what do you think is, has been question. helpful from your parents? Uh, well, my parents, they've really just kind of encouraged me to know that I can change my mind. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it's not something that I'm, I'm locked down. And it might cost more money. It might spend more time. Yeah. But mm-hmm. ultimately, it's, you know, it's, something, it's okay to jump around and figure out. My dad, he went to school. He just he got, I can't remember what his degree was in. But, and then he started working for Franklin Building Supply. Okay. And he worked there for a few He made a decent amount of money. He was climbing the ranks pretty quickly, right. and he was miserable. He hated it. And he, it yeah. killed him every day going to work, and he hated his job. And so after, after having four kids, he decided he wanted to go back to school to become an attorney. Ooh. And so <laughs> just kind of know, I guess it's, it's, it's nice to know that, you know, that's kind of far along the line. He's in his 30s. And there's risk, yeah. Yeah. Kids had a wife and you know you know but he yeah. still went back he yeah. still pursued but he's much happier now and he yeah. was able to get through college and uh made it through it it's stressful i'm sure but, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't think he regrets it at all now no yeah but, i think one thing that's good for both sides to know as a parent and a student is that there will be conflict yeah, yeah. it's natural yeah there's, it's, there's the changing dynamics yeah all of a sudden you're not a kid you're sort of an adult yeah and your, your parents have less say over you as an adult than when you were versus your kid. Yeah. So the dynamic is changing and you you and your parents are trying to figure out how to respect each other and how to interact with each other because yeah. it's changed a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. That love's always going to be there. Yeah. So yeah. if they tell you to go to college you don't want to, that doesn't mean they don't love you nothing crazy, you know? No. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you, know, you might be stuck in your own head a little bit. Like, everybody's telling me what to do. Mm. You know, I hate, every, like, I hate everything, you know? Because, like, that's just normal to feel. Just right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, like, kind of scared. You're scared. They're scared. Like, everyone's just kind of, <laughs> everyone's kind of unsure what's going to happen next. So there's a little bit of yeah. conflict, yeah. a little tension, because you're like, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you a, can't really predict. As a parent, it's good to go and add that little bit of pressure to the kid, just to go and, like... Try to get them up and going to go and right. choose mm-hmm. what they want to do, but also be understanding and be accept. Try not and try to understanding of all their choices that they want to do, because if they, say they just want to go and they say they just want to be a, uh, I don't know, like they want to be a, a politician for example, and you may not fully accept that, but you should still be accepting of it and be like, okay, yeah, that's 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 a good, uh, it's good that you make your own decisions, mm-hmm. but try to go and also give them like other things about it just so they can go and see like the whole spectrum of it and still base their still see if they want to go for it or not um it's not a personal call it to you here <laughs> um because he wants to be a politician is that what you mean yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah just try to be understanding of the the child uh, uh not over any any circumstance but try to be understanding 
and uh, try to just get them that little bit of pressure and that little bit of stress in order to get them to get ongoing and try to get their brain to work and try to go and decide what they want to do. So yeah, it's kind of a balance between seeing their dreams and seeing which dreams are realistic. Yeah. yeah. Because, right. you know, we dream. Maybe I dream about being an NBA player, but yeah. realistically, I'm not going to be an NBA player. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you can always dream. Could. That's, yeah. yeah. You know, so if I go tell my dad, I'm banking on being an NBA player, he might say, uh, maybe go to college. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so messed up. <laughs> I don't think so. Ain't nobody <laughs> tell me that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> you know, there's just kind of a balance you need to take. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. And yep. I think it's time for us to move into our closing statements. Yes. And at the end of every episode, we'd like to ask our guests two questions. Okay. The first one being, how do you overcome hardship? And who or what brings you hope? So I think we'll start off with Garrett. Um, you, how do you overcome hardship? Def- um, it depends. It depends on how hard the circumstances how are. How hard the ship is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it's something like minor but still kind of up there and it still kind of affects me, then I like to go to friends. Not really too much on the family side. Cause I, I've never been too really close to my family type of thing. And so I consider friends more of the uh, people that I go to. And I go to them, I go and talk to them about it, and they help me a lot just having fun or just talking to me about it, anything like that. And then also if it's really hard, and we're back. I should just part three. I should just do do not disturb all the time. How come on this one they just start calling me? Yeah, they just call every other one they never called me. So where Garrett was cut off. Yes. What what statement I thought would be nice to add to that is that what he's essentially describing is a support system. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes you don't recognize that your friends are your support system. Yeah. They're a lot more to you than just, you know, friends. people that you hang out with. Yeah. So I think that's a nice little yeah. add on yeah. to it. Yeah. I'll go to Trey. Yeah. How do you overcome hardship? Um, that's a good question. I guess pretty similarly. I, I have, you know, friends that I can talk to, and if it's, you know, real bad, I can reach out to my, my family members. But I think for the most part, I like to try to overcome it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's, you know, some sort of therapy, going to the gym or listening yeah. to music yeah. or yeah. Yeah. self-care type yeah. self-care type stuff. But I think there's there's a lot of issues that I, I know that just thinking about them, you can kind of, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think sometimes I'll I'll get down on myself and I'll kind of exaggerate the issues that I have mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll make a hardship harder. And I think being able to kind of sit back and think about it and think about what is really causing an issue mm-hmm. and seeing how much of an effect it actually has on me can is pretty helpful to overcome it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think it's nice to recognize the immediacy of the situation. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of my hardships are hypotheticals. Yeah. Like, yeah. how am I going to pay for college? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, why am I worrying about that? You know, that's that's my next chapter i got to worry about. Right. Mm-hmm. So something you kind of recognize, like, all right. It's like seeing the next step. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. still a couple steps away, so mm-hmm. let's be happy this step, you know. And then yeah. when it gets there, we, we'll figure out that then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, Garrett. Yeah, what's up? Who or what brings you hope? What brings me hope? Um, definitely friends and, like, friends and that type of stuff. It's, uh, I don't like to be, like, repetitive in my statements, but <laughs> it is. Uh, just having a lot of friends and that type of stuff that you can, like, either look up to or you can just have as really good people because they're really, they hang out with you a lot. You have really good fun, fun times with them. 
and I always look forward to having like more fun times with them, like uh, like doing really good fun things and that, those type of moments. So you'll savor until like you're on your deathbed. You'll probably remember them when you're like sitting there in a the hospital bed or something like that. It's always nice to know. That's a good perspective. Like, I guess yeah. one metaphor that is commonly used is a tunnel. Like you're in your tunnel, and sometimes you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I just realized you're not alone in your tunnel. Yeah. Like, if I look to my side, instead of forward, I see yeah, year. I see my friends. Yeah, I see a lot yeah. of my friends. Mm-hmm. Stop, I saw my family, my friends. <laughs> like, I'm not alone in my tunnel. Maybe, yeah. maybe they have a little bit of eyes than me. They see, the, they see the light for me that I can't see yet. Wow. Yeah. They'll help you see it. They'll help you they go help and see you, the light. They'll help you see the road. Yeah. yeah. So I guess sometimes you got to stop looking forward. Take a look to your sides and see. Wow. You know, yeah. Maybe there's a little different oh. perspective you can take to this. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> and also take a good look behind you. Look at all the troubles you've gone through, too. Yeah, because yeah. maybe you're a couple steps back. Maybe it was darker at the other end. Maybe it was yeah, darker a couple then. steps back. Yeah. Maybe you just didn't recognize that yet. Because sometimes it's hard to see one yeah. day at a time what mm-hmm. changes. Then you look back 10 years and you're like, whoa. Like, yeah. that was dark. And now yeah. this oh. is like, this is Progress. as bright as it can be. It's yeah. dim. It's just yeah. a little bump in the road. Don't let it go and destroy the whole car. There's like a kid's book about I can't remember what it's called, but he's talking. He's trying to get through a forest, and he can't see the path, and he's talking to his companion. He's like, I really I, I don't know where I'm going. I can't see anything. And it, the guy, his companion asks him, can you see your next step? And he says, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Well, then take that. That's, I, I, I like I that. I like that. That was good, yeah. Like All right, and Trey, what, who or what brings you hope? Uh, I'd probably say just the being excited about the future you know being excited for what opportunities will continue to arise as well as what opportunities I might pursue and just seeing as things will change and grow and get better and I guess I hopeful for the future as well as it brings me hope and I'm excited to I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see how things turn out so, right. and right. our, our time is just about up yep. we'd like to thank you for staying with us through a somewhat unconventional three different <laughs> episodes <laughs> potentially three parts yeah. and a topic change and our first non-Hope Squad guest. Yes. So thank you. Have a good day. Uh, This has been the Hope Cast. Yep. Bye.